When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is part two of our chronic hypertension in pregnancy session. This was meant to be a single episode, but after receiving several inbox messages regarding timing of delivery in women with chronic hypertension, as well as breastfeeding concerns when women are on certain antihypertensive meds, we launched this second portion of the podcast. All right, let's cover timing of delivery in women with chronic hypertension first. Because of the risks associated with chronic hypertension, delivery is often planned near the estimated due date, although the need for such intervention, if testing and growth are reassuring, is actually uncertain. According to the Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine, for women with chronic hypertension not requiring medications, in other words, women with mild high blood pressure but no end organ effects and no evidence of superimposed preeclampsia, pregnancy can be allowed to continue up until 38 weeks, at which time delivery can be considered. In contrast, for women with chronic hypertension requiring medications, ACOG recommends delivery at 37 weeks. And in women with difficult-to-control hypertension, defined as requiring frequent medication adjustments, delivery can occur as early as 36 weeks. Now remember, this is different than pregnancy-induced hypertension or new-onset preeclampsia. The ACOG Working Group and the Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine agree that delivery at 37 weeks is recommended and best. Regarding breastfeeding, given the benefits of breastfeeding, women with chronic hypertension, including those on antihypertensive medications, should be encouraged to breastfeed. Although most antihypertensives are measurable in breast milk, levels are generally lower than in maternal plasma. From these data and observational data, the American Academy of Pediatrics has labeled most antihypertensives, including ACE inhibitors, as usually compatible with breastfeeding. Higher breast milk levels and case reports of lethargy and bradycardia in newborns breastfed by mothers on atenolol has led the American Academy of Pediatrics to recommend that atenolol be used with caution during lactation. Lastly, the American Society of Hypertension recommends against the use of diuretics during breastfeeding because of the concern, which may be more theoretical than actual, that they may decrease breast milk production. Well, that wraps up our quick part two session on chronic hypertension in pregnancy. We'll see you next time. (music) 